with Mina and Elizabeth. Hello. <laughs> Don't you know that's your job? Hi guys, welcome to the Her and Her podcast. I'm Mina Her. And I'm Lizzie Her. And this is the Her and Her, Her podcast. podcast. Well, um, we have a really cool show for you today. Um, but before we hop into our lovely, lovely, lovely show, I would just like to remind you um, to catch us on our Instagram. Excuse me. <clears throat> One second. <clears throat> <laughs> there was no way for me to do that normally. Anyway. Um, you have kombucha in the back of your throat? <laughs> I do. Mm. Uh, we, I would like to remind you to um, catch us on our Instagram at Her and Her Podcast. Make sure that you're following, you're liking, you're reposting things. Um, and then you can also catch us on SoundCloud at Her and Her Podcast. Um, make sure that you're following, you're loving and liking tracks. You can comment on there. Um, and you can also repost tracks. Next, you can catch us on the iTunes podcast platform. That's that purple and white icon. Make sure that you're subscribed um, so that you can stay up to date when we post new content. It'll give you alerts and things of that nature. You can also catch us on YouTube, Her and Her Podcast. We have dope um, visual episodes and some cool content kind of you know, let you get to know us and things of that nature. And last but not least, you can catch us on Facebook, Her and Her Podcast One. I know there was a lot that I gave you guys, but, you know, rewind it, fast forward it. And figure it out. Exactly. Boom. Well, today, our topic is self-love. And I was inspired by, um, I don't know if anybody is listening to Jada Pinkett's new show, um, Red Table Talk. Is it? Yeah. Red Table Talk. Mm-hmm. And um, they were talking about like body awareness and like how do you feel about your body and stuff like that. But overall, it was just about like love and yourself and awareness and things of that nature. Mm-hmm. So I was like, man, what are some ways that like you can love yourself like completely? Like if you do these things consistently, like you're actively working on loving yourself, you know? So that's today's subject. So we have 12 ways that we came up with to love yourself completely Um, and how to have, like, self-awareness and to find out even if you know if you love yourself. Like, if you ask yourself that question, what's your immediate answer, you know? Do you talk to yourself in the most positive way? Um, Even in your lowest moments, do you, are you still grateful for life? You know, so... We'll tap into those things. We'll go over the 12 ways that um, we came up with to love yourself. Of course, we will have our her story and, of course, our her quote by Yellow Yam. Because she got this. Yes. <laughs> you and that kombucha today. <laughs> so, yeah. So, let's jump right in there. So, I'm going to start with a couple questions that I came up with that 
I guess you can ask yourself to figure out where you are on your self-love journey. Um, So my first one is, do you really love yourself? Like, look in the mirror and ask yourself, like, do you really love yourself? Like, all of you, your flaws and everything. And I know when I originally probably asked myself this question, I I said yes, but... You know, like, yes, I love myself, but these are the things I need to work on, which is perfectly fine. But I think that as you grow, you learn that you need to remove the butt. Like, we all have flaws. We all have things that we need to work on. But the answer to the question should always be yes. And then what are my steps to love myself even more, love myself through those flaws? Um, and and if there's flaws that I can fix, how can I go about that? What, what am I going to – it's so funny <laughs> – what I'm going to do to take a hold of them and actually move in a positive space. So do you have, do you really love yourself? You're asking me. Yes, ma'am. Definitely do. Um, yeah. You, you want to share with the audience what you was laughing at? <laughs> Kombucha just had me like, made me a little burpee. A little but, burpee? Yeah. So that was it. And I was like, Oh God, I hope people don't hear this, but now you know, but anyway, Kombucha um, breath and it's burpee. Yep. Um, Moving right along. Yeah. Uh, definitely, yes. Um, and I love myself for real now. Mm. I always thought I loved myself and I always thought like, yeah, I'm, I feel, I'm feeling myself. You, you have this false perception of what self-love is. And then you start really doing spiritual work and and work within you know what i mean and really digging deep and being forced to face things that you do tried to hide and run from for so long and you begin to love all of those things about yourself because that work that you put in and those experiences that you push yourself through and you realize like it's just me like yeah you have outside help and friends and mentors but you rely on you to get it done and to really like further who you are and in that journey of really putting in the work and trying and doing, not even trying, but doing, you learn to love yourself in a whole new way. Like the way I love myself at 23, I couldn't have imagined at 15 or let alone 21. And I know that it's only going to get better as I get older because 23 is small on the, on the, the age spectrum. But, uh, you know. I genuinely feel like I know what it is to love myself. And I feel like I'm not where I want to be with my self-love. Like, this is not the end for me. You know what I mean? Like, I haven't reached that place where I'm like, yep, this is it. But I know that I'm getting there. And I know that I genuinely love myself. Yeah, I think, like, once you start to remove, for me, a huge eye-opener was, like, to really truly understand this was, do you still care about what people think of you. And that was, uh, as I got better with understanding really what that means, I was able to truly love myself, all of myself, even the things that people would verbally say out loud that they didn't like or verbally say was maybe uncomfortable to them or whatever the case might be about who I was. And, of course, some things are things that you – have to change you know what I mean like you can't just some things in life that even are part of who you are need to be changed need to be altered in some way shape or form because 
when you look at them, you realize, okay, yeah, that that can get better. I, I can I can still be who I am, but make this better. You know what I mean? Like someone who uh says whatever is on their mind, doesn't care if it hurts someone's feelings. Now, yes, that's part of who you are, say, saying what's on your mind, being truthful and real, but you can't walk around just saying however you want, hurting people. You know what I mean? Because that's, that, that is a flaw. Even right. though like some element of that is who you are, that's still something that has to be fixed. And it's probably coming from a deeper space, you know? So I've just learned like certain things about who I am, even if someone said, because for a long time, you're just defensive about those <clears throat> things. Like, no, this is who I am. You need to just like, accept it until you really say to yourself, okay, maybe maybe I can alter that some way, <laughs> shape, or form because it's either making people uncomfortable. It's not a great representation of who I am, you know? But... um. But I, I, I agree with you as you go through life and, and everybody's journey is different. Everybody at 23 is not going to figure out truly what self-love is. Everybody at 33 is not going to figure out truly. Mm-hmm. There's it's, no age you can yeah. put on it. It's not like that. You know, and some people come to a realization early in life. Some people come later in life. Some people don't even, I think some people never come to it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They just, just move through life. They just move, you know? Um. So, yeah. I Wait. think. Before we leave it, when you were talking about, like, (laughs) character flaws and trying to, like, work on, like, things about yourself, Mm -hmm. I totally agree. But I also feel like when you're, like, in it, right, like, when you're really, like, working on it, I think the questions start to to change a bit because now you're, like, receptive to true criticism, right, constructive criticism. And then you can say, like, okay, um... Yes, maybe the way I handled it may have made this person feel this way, but like, is it me or is it them? You know what I mean? Because you can always be responsible and you can only be responsible for your actions, obviously, and how your thing, things you say make people feel. But I feel like sometimes like it's like situation based mm. because like, like my situation, like I had someone say like, because I'm so like analytical and like I overanalyze everything and it's like oh like it's an issue but it was an issue because it mirrored something in that person it wasn't like I was like pushing who I am on you know what I mean like but that but that's also perspective right because that's how you could truly feel but that may not necessarily be true for the totality of the situation because if that person really honestly feels you're overanalyzing makes them feel like they're inferior, it is a problem. Now, can you come to an agreement? Yes. Can you figure that out? Yes. And still be true to who you are? Yes. Does it require an extensive amount of work? Yes, because that's just how you process information. You know what I mean? So you're asking me to alter how I process information to satisfy or understand or get to a better understanding of one another. So yes, it's it's going to be hard, but it works. It can work if there's two agreeable people, you know, who are okay with going through the process, you know, okay with asking questions, you know. So I understand, but we never truly understand how another person feels about that because we're not that person. So that's why like communication is incredibly important. 
And sometimes even in communication, you still are confused because you could be saying one word and the other person doesn't understand what you mean or the context and what you mean. You think you're being clear as day, but maybe they're frustrated with it because they're just not equipped at all to just deal with this level of conversation. And that's what I mean when I say, like, I feel like it holds a mirror sometimes. Like, I'm not saying, like, justifying, like, however, whatever the thing was that irritated that other person, right? But I'm just saying, like, sometimes I feel like maybe that just holds a mirror to things in them. Like, it shines a light on things that maybe they're struggling with. Yeah, I think that's, no, I I agree. I'm saying, like, but let's just, that's that's your opinion. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, that's your opinion. That could be true. We could put this, this experience, this, this scenario in front of someone and I think more people would agree than not, right? However, that's still your experience and your opinion. But let's say the other person really communicated how they felt and what was going on. And let's just say that that wasn't it. Yeah. You know what I mean? That can be it. But I'm just saying like when you're in, like when you like sit with yourself, you learn to look at things differently and you learn to look at your flaws and how they affect different people differently. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Um, and you know, it's, it's, I've also realized that it's just, it's one of those things that the more you become aware of individuals, environments, experiences, everyone else around you might not be ready, you know? So it's not always your job to shine that mirror either. You know, sometimes, you know, it's like, okay, I see that. Let me move differently. Let me, you know what I mean? Like, you know, so a lot of times inadvertent, you don't even like, you're not, that's not my intention. You know what I mean? Sometimes when you're just walking in your truth and walking in who you are, Mm -hmm. those things happen. Yeah. But I've realized on my own journey that I can't always be vocal about things that I feel are blatantly mm-hmm. wrong. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So even if there are core things that I'm like, they're part of my morals and values, I just know that's how you're living your life. Cool. Mm-hmm. I got to just. All I worry about is me at this point. Yeah. Not all, but for the most part, it's all I can do. Yeah. Yep. And I think once, like, I think ultimate, like, self-love and self-awareness is being able to do that and worry about the universe and the world. You mm-hmm. know, like, being able to do those it like um uh transitionally you know yeah, what i mean definitely. and not subjecting yourself hurting yourself in the process and still giving love to the universe mm-hmm. in the same process you know so i i think ultimately like yeah to I, me that's like gold you know that's like self-love because it's like you can because i feel like when we misconstrue like self-love when you're caring for other people it's like i can't do both I can't take care of everyone and everything and things around me and be good to myself. But you can. It it requires boundaries. Mm-hmm. Um, it requires a certain kind of love for yourself that you know, like, I can still give, but I still have to make sure that the source is taken care of. I have to truly make sure that I'm full and I'm whole. And then I can go out and I can give. You know what I mean? Like. Yep. Maybe that's half of my day for myself and the rest of the day for the world and and doing good and, you know, taking care of others. For sure. I agree. Um, Do you have positive self-talk? Mm-hmm. I do. I, um, and I try to be very mindful of it. Like, if I tell myself, like, oh, my God, get it the fuck together. I'm like, don't talk to me like that. (laughs) Yeah. But literally, like, I tell myself, like, no, like, 
So now, like, I work on, like, whatever, because I talk to myself a lot. I talk to myself a lot. Um, like, I'd rather talk to myself all day than others sometimes. But anyway, um, yeah, I talk to myself a lot, so I make sure that I am being kind to myself. Another thing is, like, in talking to myself and dealing with myself, I try to be mindful of the courtesy and the kindness that I give other people that I expect of myself to give others, I have to make sure that I go above and beyond to give that kindness to myself. Because you feel like people see you giving kindness to other people. They don't see you being kind to yourself, but you feel it, which is worse than what people see. What you feel is for yourself is going to be worse than people thinking you're a mean person. You know what I mean? Right. So. Yep, I agree. Um, I think for a long time, I don't know if I was truly connected to what that meant. I know what it didn't mean to me. Like, I know, like, I don't say I'm ugly. I don't say mm-hmm. I'm not worth shit. I don't say those things to myself. But when I put do you have positive self-talk means even when you don't feel good about something, mm-hmm. how are you talking to yourself right. about it? Like, you know, I don't like this part of my body. But when I see it, what's going through my head when I see it? Mm-hmm. Am I like... Oh God, I I hate this about myself. Or, um, I'm going to the gym and it's still not changing. It still looks like shit. Like that is even not positive self talk. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like yeah. even when you say those things to yourself, like not that you don't know what's possible. But sometimes it's just like I'm in the moment and you're not realizing that even in that moment I'm still not saying things that are motivating and and good to me you know what I mean like words that are gonna make me say okay yeah what do I maybe what do I need to do differently like Mm -hmm. I'm doing this I'm eating right I'm going to the gym I'm still not like at the space where I want to man I've been doing this for a year I'm still not what do I need to do differently right and then in your head you'll say to yourself okay well this could change this could change but man my lifestyle doesn't match this but how can I make that you know and I think that process took some time but even talking to yourself is like, okay, what, which one of these items can I make an action item? Right. Like, what, which one of these can I turn into something real mm-hmm. that I can do today, right now, or tomorrow? Yeah. You know, and I think a lot of the time we don't realize that one of those very first steps is saying something amazing to yourself about whatever that is that you're struggling with, you know? Yeah, that's what I do. Like, I, um, like say if I, like, I don't know, if I'm getting undressed and I feel, like, really fat that day, right? Like... I'll stand in the mirror naked. I look at myself and I just, I talk to myself and I tell myself like, you're beautiful. And I keep saying it, you're beautiful. And at first it feels uncomfortable, Mm -hmm. but I keep, I keep repeatedly saying to myself, like, you're beautiful. Your eyes are beautiful. Your stomach's beautiful. Your thighs are beautiful. Like you have to like speak life into yourself. Yes. And I think sometimes like you don't realize that that is, part of your self-love journey like because you feel like this is um, like I'll just say it in my head like I'll just write it down that out loud right wonders right like that's an action item Mm -hmm. you know that's something that you can turn into an action like I can stand in the mirror and say good things about myself and not feel like because to be honest with you you even saying that out loud like I don't self-talk to myself the same way but I very easily can say yeah, that's that's a challenge. 
Mm-hmm. Like that's a challenge. Like you do have to like consistently do that mm-hmm. so that it could become normal to you. Right. You know, because that's work. I don't know if I'm going to, even if I don't like something about myself, I'll, my my action item would be, okay, what can I do different in the gym? Okay. What can I do? Da, da, da. But I'm not going to say to myself 15 times, you're beautiful, you're beautiful, you're beautiful. Because one, I it may still be a struggle, you know, or two, it could be just, I may have be aware of the fact that that's not going to help me. Like, I know I'm beautiful. So it's not something I feel like I got to tell myself. It's the things that I'm struggling with mm-hmm. that I feel like I got to wrap my mind around mm-hmm. and tell me that those things are great and beautiful and I can change them and what can mm-hmm. I do. And, you know, like me not going to the gym makes me feel like I'm not doing my action item. I'm not looking in the mirror and telling myself I'm beautiful. Mm-hmm. That's like equivalent to me, you know? But I also feel like, that particular thing is still a great thing to do. Like, even if you don't do it, you should, mm-hmm. you know, because it makes you, like, confront yourself. Yeah. Especially, you know? like, when I, like, in that moment when I'm feeling like shit that day. I don't know. I could be on my cycle. I could be feeling, like, bloated. It's like I'm, I'm, I'm forcing myself to get out of that funk. Whatever mm-hmm. low vibration I am in, like, I pull myself out of it almost instantly by standing there and facing it. Yeah. So for me, I got to do it immediately. I can't let that shit linger. I feel you. And that's just you understanding who you are, mm-hmm. you know, and what you need mm-hmm. and how can how can I personally provide that for myself, yep. you know, and not looking outward for a solution, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. OK, so even in your lowest moments in which we kind of touched on, do you still speak goodness and gratefulness into your life? Yeah, I have to. I give myself a little bit of time to feel whatever I'm feeling, um, but I can't allow myself to get lost in that space. So I kind of, like, do it. Even if I don't feel like doing it, I'll, like, you know what I mean? Most of the time you have to force yourself. Yeah. (laughs) You just do, like, until you don't have to anymore. Like, there was things, like, I used to have to force myself, and, not too much anymore. Usually I go with the feeling. Sometimes I'll pray. Sometimes I'll meditate. But I literally used to have to force myself to like, okay, go sit down, be quiet, sit outside, close your eyes. Okay, I'm going to do this now. Until like it was the best 30 minutes in my entire day. Like if I look back at my day, like, cool, what part was the greatest? Right. And I'm like, man, I meditated today. I need to keep doing that until it was like I stopped looking for it to solve something. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know how to explain no, that, but it's like I stopped looking for it to you like it magically. Absolutely. And I realized that was my time. That mm-hmm. was my time with me. Sometimes that's my time with God. Sometimes that's my time with just solitude. Like, sometimes it's just me sitting there, just, and I try to like clear my mind and do all that, but I stopped being obsessed with that as well. Like, because eventually at some point it just, it just, just did it on its own. That's a practice. Yeah. It's not, I think we all look for this magical aha moment to happen from meditation and, and just and sitting with yourself and, you know, being still. And I think when you take the expectation out of it, you allow the appreciation to flow in ways that you don't know. You know what I mean? No, I agree with you. So, yeah. All right. Okay. So, um, my next question is, oh, wait, I didn't answer, huh? Uh-uh. Things throw me off. 
Um, what are your lowest moments? Do you do you still speak? Oh wait, no, I did answer. I just talked about the meditation, things like that, and, and girl, I lost my whole train of thought right now. Okay, still relevant. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like for me in my lowest moments, it's my mantra. So mm-hmm. it's like I have a negative thought or I think something negatively of someone. I immediately go to my mantra. And someone said to me that we sh- like shouldn't do that. But then I was like, why? I forgot what the reasoning was. Like you shouldn't use the mantra for the I forgot what it was. But I think it's it's not that you're using it to like in a negative way. You're trying to cleanse yourself, yeah. which is what the mantra is meant to do. And that's what that's exactly what I said to myself. I was like, yeah, this isn't a like black and white kind of thing. Like no. however this works for you is how it works for you. Right. Like if you not doing it that way for you works for you boom but it helps me like it almost immediately eliminates negative self-talk it eliminates me thinking negatively about a situation sometimes negative things just pop in my head about someone about just an experience it immediately allows me to let it go like right so mm, yeah i think you just have to figure those things out on your own and how it works for you Mm -hmm. and (laughs) that's it what that intention is behind it for you yes and most of the time the intention is to clear the negative thought let me reassess myself and align myself back with the universe because you know but any hoodle um so what are two things you do to stay on the path of self-love like two of your main things Um, like you may almost do daily or whatever, like consistently. Mm, to stay on my path of self-love. I talk to myself in the mirror. Mm-hmm. I have to do that consistently. I just talk to myself out aloud. Um, and another thing would be my health. And like nutritional journey is a big part of my self-love. It's a huge part. Like when I take my day to make my smoothies, which my schedule has been pretty crazy lately. So I haven't been able to like devote time. And that's maybe why I've been feeling a little bit off lately. But um, that would be like my my weekly ritual. Not Mm -hmm. maybe not daily, but like weekly ritual of like meal prepping and um, making my my natural juices and my elixirs and things of that nature. And, you know, just taking, having a day where I just take care of everything that makes me feel good inside and out. It could be, I sit, maybe I'll sit outside and I, oh, another thing is I sit in the sun. Mm. That's three, but, um, the vitamin D from like, I think from 12 PM to 3 PM is when it's at its height and, um, status. And it's like when you can like sit outside and get the most out of it. So I meditate, I play, um, a healing frequency. I do our mantra. Um, and I journal and I'll just write what I think, what I ask for from the universe. I ground myself and let my feet touch the ground, bare feet and things of that nature. That's kind of, those are my things that I do. What about you? Hmm. Well, my first and foremost is my health and wellness. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think for a long time it was, I wasn't as conscious of what i was doing mm. like you're just doing it yeah i was just doing it do i mean i had purpose but right but it wasn't such a, like an experience as it is now correct like you know 
everything I do now. I could tell you why I do it. Mm-hmm. I could tell you what it solved, its purpose. You have an issue, I could probably tell you what you can do. Mm-hmm. Like it's my knowledge level is way different than when I first started on my journey. Um, it gives it fills me with so much like self purpose. Mm-hmm. Um, it's almost like if I have nothing else, I have this. Right. Like, and it could be, you know, a control thing. Like, this is what I can control. And because I can control this, I directly see how it makes me better. And I also see with my knowledge and understandings how it makes my family better. Um, and so being able to see that transference of energy makes me even want to know more and do more and figure out more. Um, and so that on a daily basis, just I love myself every time I'm like, Okay, I got my vitamins. I did my drops. I ate right today. I went to the gym. Mm-hmm. I cooked a healthy meal. Like, it makes me feel so good about my entire like wellness journey. You know, it's like, okay, what's the next step? You know, um, so that I love very much, um, and I love that it also got me out of doing certain things that I was like, oh, I don't like this. Like, I was not a lover of cooking. Like, find me a menu, tell me what we, the best thing on it that we can eat that's not going to kill us. Like, I was not a fan of cooking. But because of being on this journey, it made me eliminate that. And so even if, like, I don't even go out to eat the same way, like, even that whole experience has changed for me. So things that I used to rely on or be lazy with, now I'm like, okay, what am I cooking for dinner? Let me look on Instagram. Let me look on here. Let me look for a menu. I mean, let me look for a recipe. I never thought like that. Never. Like that to me was just way too much work. Right. And now it's like almost normal. Like, okay, what am I, what do I have in the fridge? What veggies? What can I make? What new sauce? I can make it sauces from scratch. Like, so that evolution definitely is something that I practice on a daily basis that lets me know, Girl, you you love yourself, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I think my second thing would be, hmm, finding what. Like I meditate and I pray, but it's almost like they never happen at the same time. It's like. Mm, so you're trying to find a balance. It's it's like, I feel like prayer's fulfilling me right now. Mm. So I do that. And I went back to like some of my old school traditional ways of doing it. Mm-hmm. And then sometimes, like you said, I'm outside with my bare feet videoing worms. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like grounding myself, meditating, doing my yoga poses, just sweating, just being with myself, just being with the universe, you know? Right. Um. And so sometimes for me is one like it's not always daily per se, because mm-hmm. <clears throat> sometimes I'll just do you know like a prayer in the car or pray before I go to bed. I'll meditate maybe today, but I might not meditate again till Friday, whatever. Right. But those are my spiritual things, and then um, exercise um, for me that has become like such an incredible challenge and outlet for me. Um, Like even it makes me feel so good about myself that the things that I don't love about myself, it almost overpowers them, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, 
And every time I get better with it or <clears throat> I'm like, okay, I take this class. Oh, man, I did good in that class. Like, I could see myself, like, my stamina changing. Like, almost have to, like, man, I might need to, like, go to another gym, too. Mm-hmm. Because I think, like, I'm doing too well in this class. Like, I'm doing it with, I'm not sweating like I used to before. Man, let me see what else I could do to challenge myself even more now. Because I didn't even think I would get to this space. Like, right. you know, I'm like, oh, God, this class is always going to be hard. And now some of the classes I take is like, oh, psh, I got this. Like, mm-hmm. everybody falling out. And I'm still like, with the, like, yeah, girl, you know? So, so yeah, those are my things that I love that keeps me on my path of self-love. Hmm. Thank you for sharing. Mm-hmm. So, we have 12 ways um, that we came up with that we kind of tapped into a little bit. Um, and then we think we'd want to share with other people because I don't think people always know, like, these things are ways in which you can show yourself love like yeah. I think people just look at them as like something to do an activity mm-hmm. but not realizing like you can take some of these things and actually make them part of your life because I think there's also this misconception that self-love is just um it was like a quote I saw on Instagram it was like self-love is more than lush bath bombs and um <laughs> you know things like that it's more than hair day and mask day and you know those things are beautiful and those are good and if they make you feel great and that's a part of your self-love rituals. Then, then you do them. You do them. Mm-hmm. Knock yourself out. But there are also other non-traditional ways that, you know, help you show yourself lots of love. Yeah. And I think sometimes, like <clears throat> like you said, we were talking about earlier, like the ones that make you dig deep, you know, and the things that are, like, hard to deal with, right? And that um, leads me to my first one. So consistent meditation or figuring out a mantra that balances you and unites you with the universe. So, you know, usually they say that your mantra has to come from like your spiritual leader or guider. But I don't know. I feel like however way you connected to that mantra, however way you found that it came to you, then you use it. Yeah, because it can also just be a simple phrase. Right, right. So um, I think... A lot of people think like, oh, meditation. Everybody says meditation. Do you know how many forms of meditation there mm-hmm. is? Like I've gone to a meditation um, like Buddha temple. And um, the one of the times that I went, um, there was a speaker there. And they were just going over like it was like a PowerPoint. And they were just like explaining. And I was like, wow, I need to do more research. Mm-hmm. Like I had no idea that it was this many forms of meditation right. like it was like a astronomical amount that i was like how the hell am i supposed to find which one i love like mm-hmm. I, I, this is the only real like temple i could find that was like in a distant radius of where i live like everywhere else was like yoga you know mm-hmm. what i mean so it's like how do you even get access to all of those you right. know anyway so that enlightened me to just you know Listen, you don't got to make it that difficult. <laughs> like, Mm-mm. you know, you find out what works for you. But I think it's like not, not, we don't need to look at it as a like faux pas or a trend. Like meditation is really curing people. I mean, solving a lot of self-hate issues, like getting you spiritually connected. since the fucking beginning of time. So like. But you know how fads are. You know how like, oh, oh yeah, everybody says that I tried it, it don't work for me. Mm-hmm. You know, so I mean like take that out of it and really do some research and really see if it's like a form of a spiritual journey for you that could really work for you. That's why I said consistent because I think a lot of people say, okay, I'm going to put on these yoga pants, go outside, put my hands together and it's going to happen for me. And it doesn't and you don't understand why. 
And a lot of times people don't know, but you don't have to do it the traditional way. You can go on YouTube. They have guided meditation. Mm -hmm. They have different forms of meditation for different reasons and different purposes. And a lot of them will have mantras in them. And then if you find one of those guided meditations that leads you to a mantra that you connect with spiritually, you can take that mantra and you don't have to use the guided meditation anymore if you want to continue to use that mantra throughout your own meditation on your own you can do so i totally agree um so number two is seek spiritual guidance and you know it whatever that is for you church yes shaman yep you name it you know um you know, we dabble in seers, you know, people who have been given the gift, people who can um, see your life. I don't dabble. I'm in it. Well, my guess. I, I don't know. I use the word dabble because I know people who go hardcore and I don't go hardcore. So for me, it's like, yes, I'm in it. I believe it. I'm with it. But I know people who do it weekly, monthly, you know, like, so for me, that's my definition. I do God weekly and monthly. <laughs> So, you know, but however way you seek that guidance, you know, because that is an incredible, important piece to you finding yourself. But you know what? I say, like, I love it. I use it. But I never want to. And that's another thing. Like I feel like you should still be in tune with who you are because you never want to use an outside, be it a person, an outside source, whatever, whatever that is to be your like. Guide, that's it. The huh. holy grail. Yeah. You you don't want to feel like without you I'm lost. Right. So like I feel like it should be your guide, like you said, to you know kind of open that door for you or help you take your hand to open the door, but not you're lost without it. Yeah. I also believe that we're all, and this will lead me to number three, um, creative beings. Um, not everyone could draw, not everyone could sew, but I believe in us we all can create um something uh-huh. so whatever it is like you never cook cook something you never bake bake something uh-huh. you never built or put something together i don't care if it's a puzzle or whatever right. you know or something you've been thinking about to plan put it together uh-huh. you know take that time to create something because that is you with yourself you know what right. i mean like focusing on something that you never did before that you love you know um and you brought up a good point, and um, you said, like, cook yourself dinner with all of the romantic bells and whistles that you would do for someone else. And I thought that was, like, taking it a step further, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, don't just pull out the candles and, you know, making the gourmet meals just for, like, when you're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Do it for yourself as well, you know? Definitely. Um, Be just as good to yourself. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that ties into my number four. Like, take yourself out on a date. Mm-hmm. Like, I know people who would be like, you went out to eat by yourself? You went to the movies by yourself? Yeah. Like, I don't know. Like, <laughs> You realize you don't realize the power in it until, like, after. When you're in it, you like, I'm just doing it. When you're that kind of person. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. For me, it's like, my mate is like that, too. Like, my mate is the kind of person going to be like, no, oh, I'm going to go. He'll eat. I don't know if he'll go to the movies by himself, but he'll certainly go and eat by himself. So he'll be like, yeah, babe, I'm solo, uh. Them solo dinners be the best sometimes. No, no, no shade. Right? And I'd be like, nah, I feel you. Like, I don't got to ask you what you want to eat. I don't got to ask you, like, you feeling this, you not feeling this. Like, mm-hmm. I could go do my own thing. And I love it. Um, and for the first time a couple months ago, I got a first, like, real facial. My thing used to always be a massage. 
And I realized that me doing something different, I realized like I like that. I enjoyed that more mm-hmm. than a massage. And I was like, see, you got to try something different. Like come out of the box of what you usually love to do. And that's at least my number five. Like do like if you've never been to a spa, never got a massage, never got a facial, like do it because mm-hmm. it might be something that you like, wow, I feel so refreshed. I can go home and like get things done, work on something I really loved or just be like still and at peace and just feel good about who you are. Like, you know what I mean? Like, right. so yes. Um, so moving on to my number six, um, take up a new pastime. Like if you find yourself in a rut and you're doing the same thing, like all the time, like t- literally think outside the box. Like my sister-in-law started swimming. She was like, listen, I don't know how to swim. <laughs> I'm going to take these swimming. I found this on Groupon. I'm going to start taking swimming classes. And like, she, she opened my eyes to that. Like, she will go take a sword fighting class. Yes. She will take a fucking pottery class. She will take a swimming class. Like, she will, like, keep herself busy. Yep. She spends time with herself. She doesn't like spending time with other people very much. <laughs> so, I could see because she spends a lot of time with herself. And yeah. she does shit with herself. Yes. Like, yes. I agree. I definitely agree with that one. Um... Uh, that brings us to my number seven. And I never was a lover of this until I started like um, reading like self-guided spiritual books and stuff and um, audio books. And I find that um, they, they add another layer of like understanding the content. Because I think like when you hear the author like Cause they'll put like small examples and things like that, that may necessarily not be in the book or like how this applies in real life and how to use it, you know? So I, I love that. Um, and I know you listen to a lot of audiobooks as well. I do. And I find that, um, you know, they say the best time to retain things is when you listen to them when you're sleeping. So I like to play audiobooks, especially if it's something good, you know, that I wouldn't mm. mind ingesting and truly, uh, committing to my memory. I listen to it in my audiobooks. Uh, when like while I'm sleeping. Yes, I agree. Well, that brings me to number eight, um, solitude. I think a lot of people like are afraid of that. Like I know people like if we're in a room and you and somebody's not speaking, they're uncomfortable. Mm-mm. And I'm like, listen, girl, you don't need to keep talking. You don't All need right. to keep <laughs> bringing up subjects. Like we cool. Like we know we here like don't feel like you gotta fill the space like you do your thing i do my thing we straight you know and i always felt like that was one of a test for me like if i could sit in a room and be silent with you and we then i i don't feel any uncomfortable energy i'm like oh yeah i can mess with you mm-hmm. you know what i mean um because it's so important you know it's so important to have that peace and quiet with yourself um number nine buy yourself something new it's like if you're a person who keeps wearing the same old clothes, same old shoes, like because you cheap, you don't want to spend no money on yourself. Buy yourself something nice. I don't care how small it is. You know, like you're a perfume person. You know, buy yourself a, some perfume. Buy yourself a new shirt. Don't ball out if you like. Don't, yeah, don't but overdo something it. small, whatever it may be. Go to Forever Twenty One. Get yourself a nice ten, twelve dollar shirt. You'll be surprised what that new article of clothing will do for you. Like, oh, I got to go somewhere. Oh, cool, I have something to wear. Like, it's not stressing you, you know? But if you like me and you're on the other end of this, you're on the receiving end, don't go all out. Because if I was listening to this, I'd be like, you know what? She told me, go buy myself something. Let me buy this whole rack. She's a $10, $12 shirt. So I'm going to buy 10 
Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, you went on a shopping spree. <clears throat> the things I didn't show up for. But, <laughs> ah, but you love every piece. Because of you. That's it, baby. Yep. Now you like, see, now I guarantee you, the next time you got to do something, go somewhere, you're not going to be stressed out. You're going to be like, okay, let me just focus, do my makeup, do my hair, and I'm straight. People that make you spend your money got the answer. <laughs> Number 10. Exercise, people. Like, I'm tired of people telling me I don't like to exercise. <laughs> like, that is the most craziest thing I've ever heard in my life. I was watching um a clip of Basketball Wives. and they, Shawnee. And, I don't like to exercise. Like, do you know what not exercising is going to do to your life? Like, I don't even care if you go for a walk every day. You need to do something that accelerates your heart. Because people only associate the exercise with the end result of what you look like and not so much of what it's doing for your body. Yeah. Internally. like Your joints, your blood flow. like Man, listen. Ride a bike. Mm -hmm. Do something. Please, we can't just stay stationary. Yeah, turn on your favorite song and do it for 15 minutes consistently. Like Dance naked around your room. Yes, absolutely. Well, you brought up uh, two really good uh, additions. And our number 11 is eliminate things and or people that don't make you feel nice or good about yourself. And I was like, man, that's really good about like self-love. Like don't. Um, even entertain things that feel like it's draining you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if it doesn't make you feel good, if it doesn't make you feel nice, like, what are you, are you really loving yourself? You, you're subjecting yourself to things that you know aren't okay. They mm-hmm. don't fulfill you. And I know that in life there's going to be obligations that you don't want to, like, commit to, like, work things and, you know, things you got to deal with. But I'm talking about things you choose to subject yourself to, things and people. Yes, I agree. You said that, girlfriend. Number 12, do something you find challenging, reassures you of your strength and power. And some things you brought up were like um, your body, your health, like um, doing something outside the box that you normally don't do, right? Uh-huh. And then you were like, you said something about fear. Um. So, yeah, for me... Um it could be something simple, like if I am afraid of meeting new people, I'll subject myself to like force myself to go to an event by myself or go find a group of people or hang out with new a new group of people that I met. They invited me to something. I'll say I have to go. Um, if it comes, I don't know, something so simple. It could be something so simple. You're going somewhere by yourself, doing something that gives you anxiety or makes you uneasy, those you wouldn't normally do. Um, Because you've always had a a crutch, someone there with you, things of that nature, like, you know. And then it shows you it's just a facade. It's not not real. It makes you, like, believe in, like, I can do it on my own. (laughs) I can. Like, I'm I'm capable. I knew I was capable, but I actually did it. And then it pushes you to say, I could do something else. What's next? Give it to me, like, you know. I think with that, too, you got to, like, keep doing it. Mm Mm-hmm. Cause like yep. you'll do it and you'll feel good and you'll be like, oh man, I don't want to do this you again. You lose the sauce, <laughs> yeah. But moving on to our her story. So tell us a story when you weren't loving yourself and how did you fix it? I kept. It was a point in time in my younger days when I kept. I didn't realize like I wasn't truly like giving myself the love that I needed 
And so I think I was looking for that in other people. And this was around the time I started like really dating. Um, And I ended up in a situation with a guy who just was not healthy for me. The situation wasn't healthy. He wasn't healthy. We were incompatible. Um, And he just, I don't think he truly like valued me, but I didn't value myself. Um, And so the situation just got really like messy and bad. And I just kept, it was like a back and forth thing, you know, whatever. Um, And I just realized like I honed in on how I was feeling. Like I had my final straw and I just was like, yo, this doesn't make me feel good at all. Like I'm not, I don't feel like I'm being good to myself because I I was blaming someone else, but it was me allowing it to happen. So I had to like, stop blaming him. Like he's going to do what I allow him to do. And that's with anyone in in life. They're going to only allow, they're only going to do to you what you allow. And I realized like, I'm not, I'm not representing myself properly. This is not who I am. This is not what I want. And I don't have to accept it. And from that day forward, I, I, I realized like, I have to expect good from myself and great from myself, how I treat myself. And then I can go into the world and expect things from other people. But I have to be good to myself first. That's like the first example of love, of of caring, of respect. And so I just kind of upped myself, not kind of, I upped myself love. I upped my relationship with myself. I did a lot of intentional journaling, like asking myself questions. Why allow this? Why do I feel this? What make what does it make me feel when I do this? You know what I mean? Those mm-hmm. kind of questions. So, mm. I like your solution. You yeah. gotta be also like, mm, what's the word? I'll be okay to ask, like, figure out what those questions are, right? Because like, I feel like if you're not at that space, you're either gonna like shy from it or be like, I don't know what questions to ask mm-hmm. myself, you know? But so, I was searching for that, so I was in the space where I was really ready. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like you still had to be, you were in that space, but still a level of like, I don't want to say intelligence because I don't want to say somebody who's not there is not intelligent, but um, spiritually awoken because Mm -hmm. I don't think that, I think someone could be on the same journey, but not be ready to ask themselves those really hard, like not even be able to formulate what those questions are. Yeah, I could see that. You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. Not having the tools. Right. Like, oh yeah, he treats me like this, but I don't know because he's stupid. Like, I don't know what to... And it's like, okay. Also, give me another man. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know? So it's like, mm, I'm not the problem. I don't know what this thing is, you know? So, yeah. I like your solution. Um, I was over here, like, really racking my brain. Um, I would have to say... Mm, allowing someone's... um opinion of me to overshadow the how I feel about myself Mm. um so even if it was good good or bad like people have the tendency of putting me in a a, on a perfect in a perfect space in a perfect box Mm -hmm. and I think at some point in my life I was like not okay with it but managed to be okay and I think I was Right, and I think it was very hard for me because I'm like, but I'm not, I'm not. And I feel like I have to, like, 
keep striving for whatever this perfect thing people keep seeing, you know? And I'm like, but what is it? I don't really know what it is. I can't tap because I'm not like, I know I'm not, I'm not living like, Oh, that's what they said I am. Well, I know I am. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't that at all, but inadvertently I felt like I needed to keep being whatever that is that people saw. And I was like, okay, what am I doing that people feel like I'm not the same as them? I don't struggle the same as them. I'm not, you know, and even in me questioning that, you know, throughout my like spiritual mentors and my um, certain like my guidance, I realized that it's not what's not. How can I put it? It's not perfection that they see. It's strength that they see. Mm. And once I was able to like wrap my my mind around that that's what it is, I made it my business to always say, you're strong too. I may just be strong in a different way. You know, like the things I struggle with and the things you struggle just aren't the same. You know, um, and I speak that life into whoever. Because even when I'm vulnerable and I'll say like, girl, I struggle with this, like, you're doing really well at that. Doesn't matter. It doesn't alter how they view me. And I'm like, okay, well, maybe that's my strength. And how do I really figure out what that really is, though? Mm-hmm. Like, what is that that people are seeing? And as I dug deeper and deeper, I found more adjectives and words that I was like, okay, this is what they're seeing. Oh. And, you know, when someone said to me, um, like, my grandmother is always with me. And she was like, you're very, very special. And I'm like, what the hell does that mean? Like, <laughs> yeah I think everybody's special I realize like I don't want to stick out like I don't I know I do but I don't want to Mm. and it's like everything about me does how I dress what I choose to do my hair like there's no running from it so like why am I running from who I am Mm -hmm. and what people see Mm -hmm. so it's like okay well (laughs) not that I don't want you to call me perfect but to me that's now like strength and power and confidence right so it's like I'll take that I am that, you know, like, Mm -hmm. but you are too. And let me tell you how you're those things as well, Mm -hmm. you know, so. But, yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, yellow yam. Okay. Hair quote. All right, so I'm going to make it short and sweet. I got one from a textbook. It's not really from a textbook, but here we go. So the quote reads, to love yourself right now, just as you are, is to give yourself heaven. Don't wait until you die. If you wait until you die, you know, you just got to give it to yourself now. Because mm. if you love, you live now. Mm. One more time. I remixed the end, though. <laughs> we like the remix. Um, I'll, give you the, I'll give you the real one. It's not. <laughs> okay. So it's to love yourself right now, just as you are, is to give yourself heaven. Don't wait until you die. If you wait, you die now. If you love, you live now. Ooh, I love that. That was a real one. That's by Alan Cohen. I love that a lot. Mm. Love now, live now. Yeah. Well, Mina, we're out of here. Peace out, people. Peace.